0: I love your right, setup there. That looks awesome.
1: Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. The, that's oh, yeah, It's all cardboard. This. It's cardboard with uh, LED lights on it. There's no. It's yeah. It's a backdrop. Yeah, it's, a it's like 100%. at Walmart. You pull down the thing, you think you're in Hawaii. It's
2: cardboard. Double. Cardboard guns. Oh
1: wow. nice! <laughs> I literally thought that was yeah. I, wow. I thought it was like evening at the improv.
2: Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Necro.
0: Brought to you by Public Safety and Education and the Trigger Pressers Union. And now, your hosts.
2: This episode is made possible with the generous support of Shooter Technology Group, ASP, Saber Red, Lee Armory, and the SFD Responder 2.0. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Meet the Pressers. I'm Matt Mallory. And I'm Clint
1: Macro. And our special guest is Mike. Mike, how you doing, brother? You're from Arms
0: Room Radio. I'm doing great, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on here. And I listen, we're, I, I am a radio guy, so I got to tell you, I've got the, the face for radio and the voice for uh, newspapers. So, uh, so <laughs> I'm seeing myself here on the video. That's a, that's a little different than normal.
2: So, Mike, how do we say your last name? Because we don't want to mess it up.
0: Well, listen. Uh, you guys are up there in Pennsylvania, so you guys say it the right way. You know, it's a it's a northeastern name. It's a cultural name. It's said uh, Pivovarsky, or if uh, the American translation is Pivovarsky, uh, and then that's. Uh, I grew up there in New York City, so I, I I get it. You know, down here everybody just goes Mike, uh, and I go yeah, that's me. <laughs> so Pivovarsky. So that's that's like is that Chinese? It is. That's but it's southern Chinese. southern Chinese. It's, oh, southern Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> um, it's it's actually Polish. A quick history lesson. It's um, Piwo is pivo, which is beer. Uh, var is uh, to make or produce something, and Ski is the, the is family of, or like like Anderson or you know Mitchellson, something like that. Mm-hmm. So my name wow. is basically son of the beer maker. I am the beer maker's family or the brewers.
2: And do you like beer?
0: I've been known to partake in some, and you know. <laughs> Perhaps uh, what time is it? Yeah, uh, perhaps uh, within the past hour or so. Yeah, I think I think in the
1: fourth Matrix movie that they're making, uh, Neo has to visit the beer maker. I think that's that's a thing. <laughs>
0: that's, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you have to choose between the red label beer and the blue. <laughs> or...
1: <laughs> Mike, tell us a little bit about the genesis of Arms Room Radio. Like, wh- how did that start out, and how did wh- what are the steps that you've taken to get to where you are today?
0: You know, uh, funny funny story. I guess that's all they all how they all start, right? We uh, we were. Uh, I'd, I'd left full-time police work, retired from police work, uh, and had a gun store on the side. We were building some ARs, uh, that developed into a full-blown gun store. Uh, this is about six years ago now. Wow. Uh, a friend of mine was a DJ for a local radio station. I used to go hang out with him working in one of the bad parts of town. He had a secure fence and it was a place we could go have a cup of coffee and go to the bathroom and have to worry about getting jumped, you know, uh, when you, when your gun belt's off. <laughs> so he stopped back in the shop. We start talking. He's like, you know, and, and, and at this point he's an advertiser, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to make a sale, man, you guys should advertise on my station. You should, you should uh, have a radio show. And it was every Wednesday we'd get together, everybody at the gun store and we'd sit around and just catch up, you know, just, just guys that hadn't seen each other in a while may or may not have been some sampling of intoxicating liquors involved. Um, and uh, he would say, listen, you, this should be a gun show. You guys are sitting here. You should, you should be doing You should be doing a radio show. Like six months of that, we we said we're not doing that. We're not we're not radio people. We never had any desire or 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 experience in it other than you know operating police radios or military radios. And finally, just to make him shut up, we said, "Fine, we'll do it." You know, he gave us like a month free. We did uh, we did two shows, and it was me, uh, one of our top uh, gun lawyers in the in the state, and uh, the the general manager at the store. And we did it in the first two weeks. Just sounded like horrible, horrible infomercial. And we said, "Listen, if we're gonna do this." let's do real topics. Let's be real. Let's talk Second Amendment. Let's talk conservation. Let's talk training. Let's talk firearms. And we started doing that. And inside of six months, we were on six different stations. They pumped us up to two hours. And now here we are, you know, over five years later, still doing it up to uh, 25, 30 stations, 70 to 100,000 people listening a week. And, uh, you know, just like you guys getting moving all around the country, going to all these events, people asking you to talk and want to know your opinions. And uh, it, it's, uh, it's been uh, surprising and satisfying at the same time.
2: That's amazing. Well,
1: well, your show is one of the has certainly inspired me, and I think inspired my want to do what we're doing with this show is you're not afraid to talk about politics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of gun shows where they're talking about gear, equipment or training, they, they steer away from that, that politics. I, we even talk about religion on this show because I think all know. that is important. The Bill of Rights is all-encompassing, and, and all, they all yeah. kind of fit together, and we should be prepared to speak out. Uh, against folks that want to limit any of those rights or we should be able to be good ambassadors for each one of them
0: yeah exactly right you know i say we're a conservative talk show that's how we lean but you know i support the entire constitution the bill of rights all, all the amendments and we just so happen to be subject matter experts on the second you know but that leads to the first that leads to the fourth that leads to our knowledge of everything else you know and so we so we're not afraid to talk about it and the, the big thing that i've i've learned and i learned it from a couple of uh, being a fan of radio growing up, but again, never having a desire to sit on the other side of the microphone was number one thing is even if you are putting out a very important message, no matter what it is, if you're not entertaining, nobody's listening. So yeah. hey, Clint, you've sat with me before we've done the show. Um, you know, we have fun. If you don't have fun doing it, nobody listens. You know, people have described this as what they call it. Voyeur radio. It's like sitting next to your buddies at a bar or another table at a bar, listening to their conversation. You're drawn into it. And then, then we just, we have fun. We'll have that polit- uh, political talk. But we'll make fun the same time we're doing it.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Clinton and I had the same mindset with teaching classes. You know, it's not the dry yeah. eyes, death by PowerPoint. You know, chalkboard kind of mentality. You got to add a little humor, a little fun to the class, or people are. And that's what gets people thinking and awake, right? So they're not they're not yeah. falling asleep in your class. Either that, or I just walk behind them and pop off a taser a little bit to <laughs> yeah. scare them. Yeah, they yeah, wake them yeah. up too.
0: If you're not entertaining in class, you, 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 you've lost them. Yeah. Because they stick they might stick around for another joke, but in the meantime, you're pumping the fundamentals of safety and firearms training into them.
1: Yeah. Well, and and you know, the vast majority of people have a sense of humor too. Yeah. And so if if you can whether you know, whatever it is, if it's political activism, if it's gun safety, uh, doesn't matter if you're talking about that, but adding a little bit of humor in there and humanizing it, being, you know, less than the lofty subject matter expert. We're just we're human beings. Now, we know a lot about what we're talking about, but we're just regular people like you. And I think that helps to empower people who want to learn how to use the gun safely, empower themselves or, or become a, a an ambassador for the Second Amendment. Like we all can do this, man. and We can have fun while we do it. That's important.
0: Yeah, exactly right. You know, we're 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 the same people you are. We're not these uh, these these evil, crazy black rifle toting people running through Walmart. We are here to make everybody safer and more knowledgeable.
1: This is Maria, Tennessee Outside Sales Manager for the United States Concealed Carry Association. You're watching Meet the Pressers with Matt Mallory and Clint Macro.
2: Meet the Pressers.
1: I believe you have some Sabres and some uh,
0: Spurs and and a Stetson. Like, uh, I, I do. I am a, I've got uh, between active duty and reserve time. I'm at 26 years now in the Army or the Army Reserve or the or the National Guard, the reserve components. Um, about uh, 10 years into it, I got talked to go to the uh, go to the dark side, and I went to Officer Candidate School. <laughs> and uh, I'd been uh, infantry prior to that, so everything that went with me went on my back. Um, when it was about uh, halfway through Officer Candidate School, they said, uh, "Listen, you got to." You got to pick what, what branch you want to go to. And I was going straight back to the infantry because we were infantry. We were, you know, we were hard. Oh, let's go. <laughs> and um, then I saw these guys drive by in these vehicles with these big guns on them. And I thought, wow, you know, together my knees are 60 years old. So um, <laughs> I should probably think about riding a little less. And they said, yeah, why carry your weapon when your weapon can carry you? Mm-hmm. I, I was sold from that day. And I I love the cavalry. I love uh, the armor components in the army. And I have done uh, deployed as a cavalry leader. I have. Uh, Ah, uh, gone through all the cavalry training. I have a, sp- I'm a spur holder uh, of silver spurs and gold spurs, which means I earn my combat spurs and my t- and I test it out for my expert spurs. I have my Stetson, I have my sabers. I've even got a cape. I've got, I've got it all. I am, I am fully a cavalryman. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: That is very cool. Yeah, and my just-
1: my very best friend went into the cav and he was a scout, and uh, so I. I got to see a little bit of what he went through and and what he achieved while doing that, and got to got to see a little behind the scenes there. Yeah, the this, the the cat's pretty cool thing.
0: It is pretty cool, you know, and, and it's actually uh it's the basis of the you know arms room radio logo. When it was yeah. time to come up with a logo, we were like, well, we I got know. a microphone, what now? Well, put it on a guide on, perfect, sold. Cool. <laughs> and it was it was that it was that simple to come up with the guy with the with the logo.
2: And now you got out as a as an O three.
0: I'm, I'm still in. Yeah, you I, are. I'm still in the reserve components. It's been about three months since drill, since reserve duty, but, uh, but yeah, I am. Him. I'm 03 I'm looking at 04 right now. Uh, I've turned it down a couple of times because O 04s do paperwork, 03s lead. So mm. it, but, it's, but it's about that time.
1: So, so I have to ask, and I, I try to ask this to every, every uh, CAV person that I meet uh, what are your thoughts on Robert Duvall's performance on Apocalypse Now?
0: Well, you, you have to understand the, the, the cavalry concept in Vietnam was uh, air mobile capabilities. Uh, there was very little ground cav at the time. In fact, that was the reintroduction of cav. We lost cav. The last true fighting cavalryman was, uh, was George Patton in World War II. He fought, he fought armor battalions as cavalry battalions uh, and divisions. Um, Robert Duvall brought back, you know, the tactics-wise, it was great air mobile tactics, but he brought back that spirit and attitude to cav. I don't, I don't think I'm better than everybody else. I don't even have to let you know. I I just know I am.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. So some of the other patches you have on the other side, you want to, uh, let's yeah, see if I can ones. see in
0: here. I've got, uh, well, of course on, on, on top is, 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 our, is our standard, our standard, uh, you know, motto. you know, come and take it. Um, then I'm, I'm a regular guy. Uh, I've been, you know, a bunch of the, the Hua schools as we call them, you know, the great things in the, in the army, but, uh, but I am regular guy. I, 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 I walk into battle and, uh, maybe I ride into battle and I ride out. That's, that's it. I don't have any other special, uh, special things beyond that, that I do in my other job. And then of course, Smooth operator. I mean, you <laughs> just saw st- that and you're like, I'm, you know, cause I'm, I'm not operator. I'm a regular guy. And then when I saw smooth operator, I was like, oh, that's, that's going in the canopy there. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice.
2: That's nice. Isn't that a song? Smooth operator. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> so different courses, I'm, I'm assuming you've taken courses. You alluded to that. What kind of courses have you taken and, and which ones stand out to be like the best cream of the crop, maybe uh, even mentors in the industry that, that you uh, aspire to train with?
0: What you're talking? Uh, military courses or Second Amendment kind of courses?
2: Uh, self-defense firearms courses.
0: Okay, um, I, uh, I I'm a big fan of uh, our, our friend uh, Rob Pinkus with the uh, Personal Defense Network, uh, and I've taken numerous courses with 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 Rob. I've been with his people uh, for years and years. They come down here to Florida and they hit St. Augustine every time they come down at the Ancient City Gun Range there. Nice and yeah, actually Matt just did a class with Derek. Derek. Oh, okay. cool. Well, yeah. Derek Derek was yeah. there with us in St. Augustine last time he was down. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, we, we drove up from Orlando. It's about a hour and a half ride and we brought, uh, we brought tents so we camped out on the range for the three days we were there and then nice. just, uh, just made an event of it. Uh, you know, barbecued at night with a, with a, with a, with a pop-up, by, you know, Coleman and just had, had a great time. Uh, then of course we, we bothered Rob at his hotel because he had a running, he had running water. So, uh, <laughs> uh, other courses are, I'm, I'm, I'm big and I see you've got it on the, the table behind you, Clint. Uh, our friends out at Next Level Training. I, I love the versatility of that CERT training pistol. You know, I, could, like, I could keep that CERT, uh, you know, on my, it's, well, it's, it's out of reach while I'm wired up, but I have my, my CERT uh, laser pistol and I'll put a couple hundred, you know, trigger pulls through it during the week. And it just, it just keeps you sharp. It keeps your, keeps your fundamentals up. The, the courses they've got now where you can go through a full course with them, 80% of it on laser, 20% pulling real gunpowder. Uh, and at the end of it, you, you, you feel like you've got more training done than just sitting in a classroom and standing in a range. It's, it's mm-hmm. a great way to incorporate uh, uh, so much more training into it and, and take away that, uh, uh, you know, that having to stand on the range and the, you know, ready on the left, ready on the right. You're just, you're lasered up. You're ready to go.
2: Definitely. Yeah, they just, uh, they just finished a curriculum with the USCCA, actually, so that'll be coming out. It's going to be an online uh, end user and uh, instructor certification curriculum
0: yeah we're looking at I think they're coming down here to Florida to do some train to trainer instructor courses down here with the new curriculum in the next uh, two months or so we we're, we're we're linked up with them on that we look really looking forward to seeing everybody yeah, cool awesome. yeah Mike and Britt have
1: been very very supportive of my professional efforts as a matter of fact, they're who I first met you through right right exactly right yeah, yeah. exactly right yeah we went out and had had ate some big pieces of meat and drank a little bit of alcohol after uh, an evening of uh, of a uh, of, yeah, but that, uh, was just to soak
0: up, that was to soak up the meat, though. So, you know, <laughs>
1: soak up the meat, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: those,
1: those evenings uh, after the, the floor closes at any of the shows when you follow uh, Mike and Britt around can be kind of
0: exhausting in their own right. Mm. I, I like to give them a run for their money, even if I have to uh, sleep for a week ahead of time. You know, I don't want them to think they won. You know, you've got you to try and outpace them.
2: <laughs> Very true.
1: What legislative things are going on right now, if, if you'd like to comment on that, that uh, people in Florida need to be paying attention to?
0: The, uh, we've got one of, another one of the groups, you know, the, the crazy moms demand attention or whatever the heck the name of it is this <laughs> week down here. The, uh, they, they're proposing an assault weapon ban, and we're a, we're a ballot initiative state. Um, our ballot initiative, one of the nice things about our ballot initiative, it's got to be a 60 percent vote approval for it to pass it's not just a, a majority vote but there's one up for uh, assault weapons right now that that's come around uh the wording in this uh the, the wording in this assault weapons a uh, ballot amendment is any long gun capable of of uh, being loaded with 10 or more rounds mm-hmm. that's their definition that's their definition so that's that's everything that you know has a detachable magazine right. tube feds uh you know any it's, it's a ruger 1022 you know we, yeah. we always go back to that one uh, this is pretty much you know any long gun that can hold more not that it does hold more but that it can hold more
1: well it's interesting if you read those definitions for all these bans even the one in the city of Pittsburgh they're all worded exactly the same yeah. uh, Pittsburgh originally had said any semi automatic firearm that could accept more than or 10 or more rounds right. so we have to recognize that there is a you know a puppet master behind all of these little yeah. gun groups that are pushing this this anti-liberty agenda Yep. And we need to realize these local fights that we have here in Pittsburgh and Florida—they're all connected, yeah, and absolutely. we should all care about them, Most even definitely. if it's not happening in our own particular
0: backyard. Yeah. So, our puppet master is a short little puppet master. I think we all know who we're talking about.
1: Yeah. From from Matt State. Well, it's, from yours
0: originally yeah. too, right? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. I'm in exactly.
2: I'm in New York, and I, I went and met with a bunch of politicians in Albany talking about some of the laws that they're looking to, to uh, enforce. And one thing that came out of the one of the meetings that really made me think and, and you could see the little puppet master side of the house was the get I guess the Gabby Gifford foundation the right. we have right. Gabby Gifford the, the politician that was shot right. um, the politician I met with made the made the reference that any laws that they come up with or they're gonna propose has to be run through their foundation to get final approval or to get approval I'm like, are you kidding me? That's not even—it's not even has nothing to do with you guys. But they—they've really that foundation, that group has really taken a, 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 a part of the part of the process. They've—they've they've interjected themselves in between the decision-making process, and, and and there's lots of them out there. You know, you got Bloomberg and and such.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: they're—they're they're very crafty. They're smart. They know yep. how to play the game. So don't underestimate our enemy and anyone that is for the abolishment or restriction of the rights and liberties of law abiding citizens is an enemy in my, in my book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we it, need
0: to be smart when we combat these people. It is all the same, the standards feel. Listen, you know, we, uh, we support the second amendment, but you know, we're going to, we want these assault style weapons gone. We want to register them. We want to take them away from you. Oh, well, yep. we don't want to take them away from you, but we want, we to, register want to register
2: them. them. Yeah. So next
0: year we can take them
2: away. Yep. from you. Registration we'll, we'll, leads to confiscation. Yep.
0: We'll, we'll know where they are. Luckily down here and we're, we're, we're crossing fingers here. We've got, uh, our, our new attorney general ashley moody she is she's already filed with the uh, with the state uh, attorney excuse me with the state supreme court down here that it's uh, it's overly vague it's misleading and that it clearly is in violation of uh, the state constitution second amendment and the federal constitution second amendment this is you can't pass a ballot initiative that says i want to violate federal and state law now against a constitutional right. This is not, a, this is not like one of the, you know, we want, uh, we want recreational marijuana and that's marijuana is illegal. And if it's illegal, in your, if it's illegal in your state, we pass a ballot. And then we just wipe that law off the books. You can't wipe the constitution off the books. Right. right. The difference Between statute and constitution. And that's the argument she's making with our state Supreme court right now.
2: Well, Clint's the only with that up here in Pennsylvania too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have
1: our, our fight in the city of Pittsburgh and, and essentially there, there is a, an elected official. And much like I don't like to repeat the names of mass murderers, I won't repeat the name of the mayor of the city of Pittsburgh, but he has passed ordinances uh, that violate the law. And he's very open about it. And he's quite candid about it. Yes, we know we're violating the law, but we're doing it anyhow. Right. And And so therefore
0: response too. your governor's response was uh, that's that's a local issue.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, you know, he's yeah. he's empowering them because he's part of the agenda, man. He, he wants to uh, control the the armed citizenry because the armed citizenry, the educated armed citizenry is the true fourth check and balance of a constitutional republic. That's exactly yeah. right. And, and if you want tyranny, well, you
0: got to get rid of that. So that's, right. that's, yeah. that's... They can't fight you if they got no way to fight.
2: No, yeah. no you're commissioner, ag commissioner down there, Nikki Freed. Yes. And I, I seen something where she had mentioned that she has a medical marijuana card as well as she has a pistol license and there's a bunch of uproar about that any 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 buzz on that like any indictments you're going to get arrested for that
0: you know we'll we'll see you know that's going to be up to our friends at dea and atf you know we've already seen atf tell us that if you have one of those you can't legally fill out a 4473 uh you know that says whether or not you use a controlled substance so we'll see you know the if she just has the card and we've had this debate before if i you know if i go to a I go in and uh, say, doc, it hurts when I do this. And, uh, and he gives me a, uh, he gives me a medical marijuana card. It doesn't mean I've filled it. You know, how many times have you gotten a prescription and decided on the way home? I don't need that crap. I got, Hey, ask. well,
1: you know, our former president, he didn't inhale. So, I mean, that's,
0: that's the thing, right? I
1: experimented with marijuana a time or two and I didn't like it
0: <laughs> and didn't inhale. It depends on what your definition of inhale is. No. Yes.
2: <laughs> the cigar or the yeah.
0: It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yes. <laughs> is is. <It> is. <laughs> so yeah. So the, you know we've had that debate before. If if I if I have the card, but I've never gotten the drug itself. Right. You know, am I still in violation? And maybe <laughs> she's you know being her her background. Maybe she's uh she's just uh, she's trolling us. I've got right. both cards. What are you gonna do? Well, unless mm. you're holding the, the unless you're showing me that you've used in one hand or you possess in one hand, then I, I guess it's really not a violation, but yeah. that's uh, you know, it's, that'll be up to our good friends at uh, DEA and uh, at ATF because our, our state, our state law enforcement department is kind of like the FBI still where uh, they're still weeding out some of the last people in there, uh, yeah. you know, from the last administration before they can get them on the, on the, on the, on the far Straight right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I guess it could be the flip side of it too. If they, if she has the medical mar- marijuana card and, and smoked, and has a pistol license, but hasn't bought a pistol or or correct, yeah. And kind of the same concept there, where she's not both sides. of, Even though she has the card, both sides of the the final outcome has to come come to be before she's actually fully and uh, not in compliance with the law. Well, the, yeah, you're right. Crime, I hadn't even
0: thought about it
1: that way. Yeah, you're absolutely right. the The crime and, and this. We had a interview with Josh Prince. The the crime is actually the perjuring yourself on the document. Correct. Right? Is that yeah, correct?
2: That is right. That's so true. If,
1: if if they don't even submit it or run the background check then you still haven't technically committed it but one of the things that Josh was talking about is when people are uh, exempt or they're they're you know found wrong people don't always know it and then they'll fill this out and then they create a bigger crime by filling out the paperwork
0: and yeah so, absolutely and, and and you know but what's the what's the prosecution rate on that we saw what the 100,000 denials over the last couple of years of people that filled out 4473s and less than 100 you know prosecution uh, attempts on them you know, it, it's, it's their vaunted background checks that we have to make sure they work, but if there's no penalty for going in there and lying on that background check form, what are we doing it for?
2: Yeah, it's like, what difference does it make? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. that same same statement. Yep, yep. yeah. We hear exactly. politicians say that all the time, right?
1: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
2: I met with uh, a local senator in New York after the SAFE Act was passed in 2013, went to his chambers, um, and, and I said, where do the seven rounds come from? Oh, well, there's, you know, different, you know they banned it was seven rounds you can't have more than yeah. seven rounds in your 10 right. round magazine actually when it first came out they said that you had a pin you had to permanently modify the magazine right. and then obviously there's an upper in the industry and then the states okay the governor's like, okay just don't put 10 in it right of course right. my response was yeah so my wife can't put 10 in it but a bad guy can because you know a bad guy is gonna yeah. only put seven in it when they're going to rob a bank or break into what? a house it, right. makes, it makes no sense they're they're not gonna obey the law just like what the,
1: what was what was his justification on the arbitrariness of the seven rounds so
2: and the re- that's the reason why the, the court shut it down because it was an arbitrary number but the the reasoning behind it was that there was a bunch of cases out there where people used more than seven rounds so they figured if they banned if they made it you could only put seven rounds in it that would stop a bad guy from carrying out a crime with more than seven rounds
1: Oh, that's, that's like four out of five doctors smoke camel cigarettes. So camels (laughs) must be good for you. I mean, that's,
2: (laughs) that's, that's great. Very good analogy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. He actually got defensive. Like when I, when I, when I made that statement, um, you know, he came back, he go, it was weird. It was like he was on drugs or something. He, he flipped his, his lid. He was like, well, I had this one constituent call me up and started cursing me out on the phone and, and said he'd come down and kick. Me. And then this guy's like six five, three hundred and fifty. 350. And he's a big guy, this politician. And, and I was, and he's just like, and he told me to come down and kick my ass. And I, and he goes, and I told him to come down. I'll wait right out in the alley for him. <laughs> and I don't know if he was telling me this story, like randomly, just out of the blue, just to kind of like make, make it so that I was you know, intimidated by him. I was like, dude, where did, where, why did this come up?
1: You- no, but see, that's a tactic. Yeah, it was. He took control of that conversation, switched it around, made him a victim. Yep. And therefore it puts you on defense. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I just want to say for the record, whenever the day comes that we franchise the uh, trigger pressers union and start opening other locals, Mike is going to be the first person I call for local number two down there in Florida.
0: I've been I've been lobbying for it. You know, every time I see you, we've we've lobbied for it. We want to be a we want to be local number two down here in the south. Well, the, if if that happens,
1: it will happen with you, and number two will be down there with you. Very good. Uh, there's there's the the problem is I got to figure out how to do it. I actually I kind of think maybe I could set up like well armed women. I think that would be the way to do it, and then fr- and franchise the talk other to chapters. You. Or I got to figure that out. So, if Carrie's anyone watching saying,
2: get Kerry involved,
1: yeah, anyone watching has an idea on that, feel free to reach out to me because I'd like to see that happen. And and Mike would be someone I'd be okay with, uh, you know, kind of putting my name on, and and I'd know he would be honorable and do the right thing and and grow the movement as opposed to hurt
0: it. And, and you know, that's the standard I'm looking for. Okay with Mike? Okay with
1: Mike. <laughs> 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 oh. See you, now you cheapened it, man. That that oh, was goodness. really meant
0: to be very uh, positive, and I yeah. I appreciate it. I know exactly where it was
2: coming from. But if I didn't call you out on that, you know,
1: <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that one.
2: Organizations, different organizations out there that that you uh, have talked to, had on the show, as far as Second Amendment pro uh, pro liberty, any out there that you put your uh, support behind, money behind?
0: The, uh, the Second Amendment Foundation, uh, you know, they're they're small in numbers, but he, huge in impact. You know, something like eighty percent of all the positive gun legis- gun legislation or gun victories in the courts that we see uh, are a result, direct result of what Second Amendment Foundation is doing. Um, most of your state organizations, you know, you know, I deal a lot with Florida Carry down here, Georgia Carry, mm-hmm. Arizona Citizens Defense League, Firearm Policy Coalition, Virginia Citizens Defense League. Everybody, wow. we, we, we know them all, but they're all. Tied in to Second Amendment Foundation. These are, you know, it's almost as if Second Amendment Foundation is the uh, is the link for all the statewide uh, grassroots organizations. Uh, The Second Amendment Foundation has told all of these organizations that if you're a member of your organization, you're a member of our organization. Uh, So they've they've locked them all in. what what uh, Alan Gottlieb and his people do out there with the Second Amendment Foundation, they're up there out of Washington state you know, Talk about another nightmare of what's going on in politics yeah. uh, for firearms rights. But yeah, if you're not uh, if you're not a member of Second Amendment Foundation, the moment the moment we're done here, you know, turn your computer over to saf.org and join it.
2: We are Joe and Elisa Kirshner with Texas Concealed Carry Academy in Waco, Texas,
1: and you're watching Matt Mallory and Clint Macro on Meet the Pressers.
2: Meet the Pressers.
0: We were actually having a conversation down here recently about the, everybody always wants to jump on jump on the president or Donald Trump when they see that there's a, a he might have wavered on a gun rights issue or he said something, you know, listen, first off that guy says things to to, to watch other people's responses. He's he just does. Pro, he'll throw you to your face <laughs> to find out what you're saying no. uh, or you find out what you mean and it's just his, his art of negotiation. but uh, and, and you'll appreciate this. I I tell people, listen, he's a, he's a pro-gun guy from New York City. You know what it means to be a pro-gun guy <laughs> from New York City? And he's yeah. one of the 2,000 people that was able to get a, get a license, weapons permit. Yeah, you know, that's pro gun guy. You know, it means he's got. And first thing I think he's probably like a cult commander kind of guy. I think you know, with with the maybe like some rosewood grips on it. I think, or or right. like a like a like a Bulldog 44 revolver, you know. Right? I bet he has a pair of
1: yellow shooting glasses and one of those fishermen's vests. Oh, Probably.
0: I yeah, yeah. I bet he does. So I explained to people, I said, listen, he's he's a gun guy, but he's not real knowledgeable on guns outside of where he's from. You know, his sons are, luckily, you know, they've, they've traveled and they understand that, and not just through hunting like everybody else says, well, they're just hunters. Uh, no, those these are pro-gun guys, and we see them all the time when we go to our events. But once he sits down and he listens to his advisors and he calls the people at Second Amendment Foundation and he talks to the people from the state Organizations, he comes around. He goes, Okay, yeah, I just, I'm a Second Amendment guy. I just I didn't know what that issue was, and he'll listen to those issues. So I always try to remind people that he's a, he's a pro gun New York guy. He just doesn't understand a lot of the gun stuff from around the country until he sits with his people.
1: Yep. Well, I've, I've been very pleased with his performance thus far. However, I am very critical of the bump stock ban. I think that was Same here. not the right move, uh, classifying a piece of plastic as a machine gun, especially when there were rulings on that going back into the previous administration of all things
0: yeah I you, that was, I'll take that one away from the NRA. Uh, you know, yeah. not that I'm, I'm pointing fingers, but they sat down with him and said this is uh, this is just some hokey item that nobody cares about. Less than one percent of the people own it. You could take it. it'll be no big deal. That was the NRA saying yep. you know we'll give we'll give you this give you one.
2: I agree. Well, awesome, sir. It has been a a, a great pleasure. Uh, once again, uh, thanks for your service. Definitely appreciate you, you putting the time in all the way up till now. When, when are you retiring? When's your retirement party?
0: I'm not leaving until they throw me out. That's, ah. that's my, that's my model. I'm literally until they throw me out. I, I've got uh, 10 more years. I can stay if I can find a way, you know, much before my, uh, my man- mandatory retirement age, but uh, uh, yeah, they're going to have to throw me out.
1: So if, if you retire from Cav because of your age, you get it, slipper it, spurs, it, it, instead,
0: instead of the little sharp points on the end of the spur, they actually turn into little wheelchair wheels.
2: that's good it's hilarious so how can people find out more about you look you up follow you stalk you all that good stuff
0: uh the best way is go to armsroomradio.com you go to armsroomradio.com it's got the link there for uh listening to past shows you can listen to the live shows when we come out on saturdays uh and you can find all of our social media i do appreciate you having me on letting us uh continue to spread the word and uh, you know stay strong support the constitution and second amendment
1: and I'm serious about that. Whenever trigger pressers ends up growing, you're going to be the first person I call.
0: I am really looking forward to it. And, you know, again, you I've bugged you about it a bunch of times. Uh, if I could maneuver a way to show you the sticker on the laptop that I'm currently talking to you through, that, my, <laughs> dude, there's two logos on there. It's my logo and your logo. I appreciate wow. that. I yeah, got to send
2: you one of my logos too. <laughs> there we go. Yeah,
1: I'm an army of one, man. I move as fast as I can, but I'll, I'll get there.
0: There you
2: go.
1: Amen. Thank you again for being on the show. And thank you for your support in the past and having me on your show.
0: I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure.
2: Stay safe, brother. Take care. You too. Yeah, bye. We have a lot of sponsors that made this show possible. Perfect. I got it. And then you got the rest. Yeah. We have a lot of sponsors that made this show possible.
1: Make sure you check them out and give them your business.
2: This episode is made possible with the generous support of Shooter Technology Group, ASP, Saber Red, Lee Armory, and. The SFD Responder 2.0. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Make sure you like, subscribe, share, and click that little bell to make sure you know when our next episode's uploaded. Until next time, adieu. Meet the Pressers.